There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast, episode 36. You are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with Dr. Abby Metcalf. Change your relationship even if your partner won't do a thing. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Abby Medcalf. And today's question gets asked to me so, so many times uh, a month, a year, a day, whatever. It is a big one. And it's what I'm going to answer today is can I ever trust my partner again if they cheated? That particular question comes up with regularity. As you might imagine, it's really one of the consistent reasons people walk in my door to begin with or contact me is because their partner cheated. And that's the big question they always ask Ask next. You know, how can I ever trust this person again? Uh, the good news is that the answer to this question isn't as complicated as you might think. Uh, it's really broken down into three parts, which I'm going to talk about today in the broadcast. And uh once you have an answer in each of those, you'll sort of, you'll know if you can ever trust your partner again. Has, has that. Now, so here we go. We're going to jump right in because I know you're all, anyone who's been cheated on is listening very closely right now. So one, there's three areas I'm going to cover. One is the person themselves, so the, the, your partner. The other one is the relationship, you and your partner together. And the third are circumstances. These are the three things that come together to set up uh, cheating in a relationship. And they could be one of these factors could be involved or all three. It, it really depends. So we're going to talk about each one and and what you have to do in each one. So now the person themselves. So if we talk about your partner who has cheated, that person, and we all have different personality traits and personal ways of being in the world. You do, they do, everybody does. From this perspective, if you think about it from this way, cheating can relate to an addictive or impulsive um, or compulsive disposition. So if your partner 
has any kind of uh, addictive quality, so to speak, or maybe is uh, addicted already to drugs and alcohol or something else, or if your partner's someone who's very impulsive, who just sort of acts on the minute, um, or compulsive in some way, it, then there's a, definitely a higher chance of cheating happening. There, if they, if your partner has an entitled sense of the world and a general lack of self awareness, that's really at the end of the day uh, what cheating is about. And when a like, and you know if your partner is this unself aware, so to speak, or has this general lack of self awareness when they don't remember what happened. I I have this a lot. Uh, the the partner will say to their cheating person, you know, what happened? How did you do that? How did this come to be? And they, the partner, the kind of cheating partner doesn't have an answer. They really can't remember. They can't say why they did uh, what they did. They can't seem to come close to something about it. It just happened, that kind of thing. Um, they're let when they say those kinds of things they're letting you know that they are profoundly unself aware and need to work on this in a directed clear prioritized way so can you ever trust your partner if they've cheated <laughs> you have to say to yourself well what are they doing about them what are they doing to become more self aware to become more clear you don't have to have your partner be able to say every single thing that happened or, you know, what went down or where or how or why to get to this place. Because really what you want is for your partner to just be more self-aware in general. That's really how cheating can come about. There can be a way that you hold something in your head, you know, that maybe you're just trying to talk to someone at work and it's very innocent and you guys are just chatting every day. And, but you're not realizing where things are going because you're you're not in touch with yourself. You don't understand that this is moving somewhere. Um, you are just sort of considering this a moment in time and not how it relates to other things uh, and not what messages you're giving off or what you know signals the other person might be getting. you're you're just sitting in that moment. That is about not being self-aware. It's in the same way that we can get into arguments with our spouses or our bosses or our friends or whoever and have no awareness of how we're being in that argument or have no idea of how we're presenting. And uh, that, you know, that happens quite a bit to people that we get very involved in our worlds and in ourselves, we get a little self-absorbed. And then we we miss sort of the bigger piece about how we're impacting those around us. We're missing the bigger piece of how uh, other people are responding and, you know, how we're part, we have responsibility and how these relationships are unfolding. So if you're asking yourself, can I trust my partner again when they've cheated, you need to look at what they're doing after the event. So are they saying, oh my gosh, I cannot figure out why I did this or how it happened. I need to, you know, get some therapy. I need to talk to someone and figure this out. I need to, you know, do something else. Um, are they saying those things or are they just saying, I'm so sorry, I'll never, you know, I won't talk to guys anymore at work. I'll make sure that I just do X, Y, and Z. Um, 
but aren't really willing to work on themselves and their self-awareness, then I would actually say, I'm not sure you can trust them again. You need someone who, I'm going to get a lot of emails about that. I can already tell, but it's the truth. It, if, if it's not going to happen again, it means that you have to know why and how you, you know, how you, how you came to it. And I have to tell you, therapy and those kinds of things are the ways to get there. That can be group therapy, that can be individual therapy, but, you know, uh, taking a yoga class or something to me is not getting you there. It's a pretty big deal. You did something that kind of blew up your life in a way. And you're not going to, you know, aggressively pursue it as something really important to get to the bottom of it, I want you to c- compare it to, let's say, at work, you have some system that lost a million dollars at, you know, so there's some system in place and it allowed a million dollars to get lost at work. Are you saying that you would just go, I don't know why that happened. That sucks. Well, we'll, it won't happen again though, I promise. And you don't do anything to figure out how to address the system. So of course you would, right? You'd go, oh, we better bring in a consultant. I don't really understand this thing. We better bring someone in who's a specialist in this area uh, of whatever that, you know, that we could lose a million bucks. It's something you would obviously do. We have to really dig deeper. And you would know that you couldn't just do it alone because your thinking got you there. Your thinking lost a million bucks for the company. So you would for sure, and trust me, if you didn't, your boss would, your boss would be like, oh no, no, I'm bringing in uh, Ralph from accounting to look over your numbers or whatever. Um, you know, somebody bigger would be brought in because it was such a big deal. There's no way they would just go back to you and go, okay, fix it. It's okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> There's no way that would happen. And it's the same thing in your personal relationship. You, you, you know, if you cheat, if you cheated, then there's something going on in you that you have to get to the bottom of and you need a specialist or someone who's more trained to help you get there. Uh, so that, that is really what has to happen. If your partner has cheated and isn't willing to do anything different, is not willing to look at themselves and is just saying to you, oh, it'll never happen again. Don't worry. Cause I'm gonna, you know, change jobs or, uh, not go to the gym, that gym anymore or whatever, that's a problem because circumstances will always come back around in a new job or at a different gym or wherever if you don't get to what the actual problem is that led to someone breaking uh, their promise or commitment or vow or whatever it might have been. Okay. So the person themselves is the kind of one thing you have to look at and what they're willing to do. And then the second part I mentioned is the relationship itself. Now, when I say this, I in no way mean to say that it is your fault if your partner cheated. I want to be very clear about that. It is not your fault if someone cheated. However, what I am saying is that there is a way the relationship has been going that led to this being a possibility. There is. And so within that, you certainly have responsibility, not blame, but responsibility, because we all have responsibilities in our relationship. So this could be that there's been poor communication, um, maybe uh, prolonged fighting and conflict. Maybe there's been disconnection over a period of time. Maybe I see it a lot where couples are leading separate lives. Um, Maybe, you know, uh, he's going to work all day and she's at home taking care of the kids and they're, they're just not really connecting the way they need to be. It could be, uh, you might be seeing a lot of passive aggressive behavior, nagging, 
criticizing, judging, or any kind of other uh, unhealthy uh, way of being in the relationship itself. So if you want to ask the question, can I trust my partner after they've cheated, you need to say, well, what are you doing about the relationship? So definitely having them work on themselves is a piece of it. But then what things are you going to do to work on the relationship? Because there was there were definitely things that weren't working on some level. And again, you need to identify those. You need to figure out what they are and bring them together. Now, I'll also say, so this happens sometimes where, you know, if you're only doing couples therapy and the person who cheated isn't doing any of their own work, uh, that can be an issue. So, uh, the, you know, the like I said, the person who cheated really needs to be doing their own work to be more self-aware, more clear in the world. You can do that through couples counseling. I do it all the time. I have couples who come in, they don't, you know, they're not necessarily going to individual therapy, uh, both people, but within the couple's therapy, I'm assigning these tasks actually, and these, this homework around how to be more self-aware so that, so that I can have the partner who's been cheated on feel more, uh, confident and clear that there's a good chance that this will not happen again. So that's what we're trying to do. No one can promise you ever that it could never happen again. Uh, no one can say that. You can't say it because <laughs> you just never know in the big picture. You can be very sure and feel very clear, but you know, life, life takes many a strange turn. So, uh, but what you can say is that we have shored things up. We have made things as safe as possible so that so that isn't something that is an easy out, okay? It's something that can easily happen. Uh, so what are you doing about the relationship itself? What responsibility are you taking if you've been cheated on? And if you have cheated, what responsibility are you taking? Either way, both of you want to see, okay, what can we do to bring more clarity, better communication, and really take care of whatever our underlying issues are and, you know, nip those in the butt or change them or whatever the words are. So the relationship has to be addressed also if you want to answer that question, can I trust my partner, uh, ever, ever trust them again if they cheated. So that's the second piece. And then the third one we I talked about a little bit was circumstances. So you know, comedian, the comedian Chris Rock, who I love, he, I heard him say this a long time ago in one of his stand up routines. He said, a man is as faithful as his opportunities. And I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. I will tell you this, that that's true for men and women. That is not just men who are as faithful as opportunities. That's true for men and women. And definitely when circumstances alone to me are, if, if the, if, if, if a person is very self-aware and if their relationship is really rock solid and they're communicating and everything's going well, I can't remember really seeing uh, cheating take place. So circumstances to me come into play when the other two are rocky in some way, in some way. Um, you know, so if, if you can have a happy relationship, but if your partner is somewhat impulsive then, yeah, then, you know, they haven't been working on that aspect of themselves and then circumstances can become an issue. And by circumstances, I think things like when couples are consistently apart for more than a day or two, you know, like, again, these kind of prolonged periods of being apart or so it could be something like that. Or if uh, one or more person, people in the relationship is putting themselves into situation where uh, these situations where there's just too much temptation to resist that they have to resist over and over again, those are the times when things get difficult. So, you know, constantly, quote unquote, playing with fire, or again, a lot of separation, when those things are there, and, you know, categories one and two are not really taken care of, then I think circumstances can play a big role. But this is the reason why if there's been cheating, and you're if your partner cheats on you and he or she says, well, I just won't, you know, work with that person anymore and or I won't go to that, you know, bar anymore where I met the person or whatever, they're just talking about changing circumstances, right? They're just looking to change those things. And that's why I said earlier in, you know, this episode that that doesn't work because you have to take care of the other pieces too. You have to be working on yourself and you have to be working on the relationship. You can't just isolate circumstances. It doesn't work that way. So these three together, they're kind of like a cheating constellation for lack, for lack of a better term. The three work in tandem, uh, all of them. So you have to you know, really look at all of them when you're looking at the cheating. Now, recognizing which area needs work is the first priority. So if your par- partner isn't willing to do that work in some sort of urgent way, you, to me, you have your answer about whether you or not you can ever trust them again. If they don't ultimately work on these things in a real way, then the cheating can certainly happen again. And you certainly, I think, don't need to trust them again. So You can trust your partner again if you start to see different actions, which means that there are different thoughts and feelings present in the relationship. And again, those actions shouldn't just be, I'm not going to go here anymore, or I am going to go there. It should be the actions of, you know, talking to you differently and uh, inner and not competing with you and looking for open communication and, uh, you know, maybe physically touching you again or wh- whatever the actions are within the couple, not outside actions alone. So uh, these are the big ones. Now, if you, you know, when you start seeing those dis- different actions, I think it's when you really start to feel different in the relationship. So they're, again, not just talking the talk, but walking the walk. Um So this, to me, the biggest uh, safety measure would really be this heightened awareness, this getting out, you know, uh, the 
getting self-aware to sort of heighten self-awareness. That's the biggest safety measure to me, to this never happening again. Um, because that also is going to feed into how you guys, uh, co- communicate in the relationship, how your day-to-day dialogues are and conversations, how your connection is day-to-day. It's, it's going to completely affect the relationship in a big way. So now <laughs> there's also something else at play that I want to take into account with all this. And that is, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a mindset I want you to understand. So, so again, you can answer this question, can I ever trust my partner again? You've got to remember that men and women are different in relationships. This means that what you th- would think and feel if you cheated is not what your partner is thinking or feeling if you're in a heterosexual relationship. I just want to say that. So, and I know I speak mostly to heterosexual relationships on this podcast, and this is another example of that um, at, w- with what I'm about to say. Not that, not those first things I said, but what I'm about to say. So, one of the main issues is that if a if a man cheats, a woman can't imagine that they don't think about that other woman still. I hear this stuff all the time in my office. I mean, all the time. (laughs) There's this, uh, women just can't imagine just forgetting about a man they've had sex with. They can't imagine it. So uh, women tend to catch feelings around sex differently than men do. Men and women, again, have different feelings and ideas around sex and relationships. So with women, sex and emotional connection are much more intermingled. So when I'm speaking to women and their man says, oh, I don't speak to her anymore. I've forgotten all about her. And the woman's going, no way. I don't believe him. You know, he didn't forget all about her. Oh, they wrote these love letters I saw or these sexy texts or whatever. There's no way the way he was so into it that he's just not into it anymore. And guess what? There is a way. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. If you're a woman listening to this and your man cheated, I'm telling you, there is. We know from the research that men are more reactive to visual cues than women, and they experience sexual desire way more spontaneously. They do than women do. Women's desire, our desire, is related more to our surrounding circumstances. This is why, you know, sort of classically, if a woman is, you know, super stressed about bills and, you know, little Jimmy's gluten allergy and that extra five pounds she's carrying, she won't want sex, even if her partner, you know, looks like Brad Pitt. Okay, maybe, all right, maybe Brad, maybe not Brad Pitt, but, you know, (laughs) even if her partner's hot and awesome. But men, on the other hand, often want to have sex when there's a lot of stress in their life. It's a great way to relieve stress for them because it gives them a space to forget about anything negative going on. See, men tend to compartmentalize. It is a part of the way that you guys are built. It just is. So when women cheat, by the way, and we know this from the research, it's more likely to mean the end of the relationship because when women cheat, there's usually some component of connection, there's some love, there's romance, something that's at play. And if they go that far, if they go have sex, the relationship is already in a lot of trouble and might be past the point of return. Now, however, men are more likely to cheat based solely on these on sexual urges with no thoughts of intimacy or connection or romance. I'm not saying it can't be there. It's just way less common. So for men, sex can be just sex, which will have nothing to do with the relationship. Again, compartmentalizing. So they can have, you know, a happy relationship to them and really 
love their partner, but go have sex with somebody else. And again, women just generally can't conceive of this and think men are lying when they say that they're, you know, not interested in in this other person anymore. Now, I say all this because this is likely affecting how you feel about cheating in your relationship if you're listening to this. So if you're a man and your partner cheats, you're likely minimizing what a big deal it is. That was a big deal because you're thinking about what it would mean to you. And so although you don't like it, it's not like you're happy they cheated, your woman cheated, you're not probably attacking the problem with enough urgency or energy because, you know, there's just this space where you can kind of let it go easier than women could. Now, because of the way you think about sex. Now, if you're a woman and your man cheats, you're likely thinking too much about what it means. I, again, I often have women in my office and they're just thinking there's no way their man could just forget about this woman and shut off his feelings like a faucet. That's what I heard the other the other day from someone. And what I and again I remind them it's likely there weren't nearly as many feelings to begin with as as she's thinking. That, you know, she's thinking again, all this romance, all this connection, and there's often none of that. They don't the man that cheats often doesn't feel about the woman he cheated with the way he feels about his wife or partner. Having sex with someone isn't necessarily, for men, a signal of commitment or love. It's just not. They, again, can compartmentalize. They can stick that other woman or those events in a box and put them up on the shelf. And again, women can't do that. So they end up thinking very differently about it. And that comes up also with this question if can I ever trust my partner again if they cheated? Because you're thinking about that. You're thinking about if you had cheated, what it would mean and how you don't think that you could just forget this guy or whatever. So I need you to keep that in mind also as you're answering that question. You know, and I'm gonna wrap up by just saying that, you know, at the end of the day, cheating is a wake-up call in your relationship. It means something has to change. Probably some things have to change. It does not mean that you have no choice but to leave your partner. It does not mean once a cheater, always a cheater, right? I mean, my job is is helping people change. Uh, and I see it happen all the time. And I hear people, oh, you know, you can't a leopard can't change its spots. Of course they can. Well, leopards maybe not. People can though. <laughs> I, that's what I do for a living, for God's sakes. I, I just had a, a woman in my office who is uh, 78 years old and she just quit drinking alcohol. She is about four months uh, sober from alcohol. Well, she's been drinking her whole damn life. So is it, it's not possible? Of course it is. Of course she can change. All of us change all the time. Sometimes in ways we don't like and sometimes in ways we really like. This idea that once a cheater, always a cheater, is total BS. And this idea that you have to leave a marriage or a relationship because someone cheated is, uh, first of all, very American in its tenor. Uh, it's, It's very much something of our culture. It's not true in a lot of other cultures. And it really comes down to a lot of other things. So yeah, maybe it is the signaling the end of the marriage, but maybe not the relationship, but maybe not. And I think in so many ways, like I said, that it could really be uh, a wake-up call. So 
What it does mean is that it's time to have some real conversations and get clear about whatever your next steps are going to be. You can't keep doing what you've been doing. You've got to do new things if you want a new relationship. In my experience, I will tell you that cheating can be like a near-death experience in the relationship. It wakes everyone up to what's at stake. It reminds everyone what they have and don't want to lose. And those couples that truly do the work find themselves stronger closer and more connected than ever. And I can tell you that I see it over and over. It's kind of amazing, but you've got to do the work to create change. Just saying, wow, that was scary, you know, isn't enough. Thinking, being, and acting differently, that's the key to know that you can trust your partner again, seeing those things in the person, in the relationship, and in the circumstances. Once you see those things, you can answer that question. And I just want to remind everyone that we always have choice in what we do next and how we proceed and how we look at what happened. And that's really the most important thing to me that you don't just get in your head, well, this means that, or this means X or Y, that you realize that there's choices there about what it could mean and how you want to proceed. Absolutely. Every time. I'll tell you right now, I don't wish, wish, cheating on anyone, certainly ever. It's it's painful and horrible and feels betraying and you can feel lost and just overwhelmed and anxious and angry and helpless and hopeless and all those things. So I would never wish on anyone. And I will tell you though, that it's not a one-way street to hell. That again, you can choose what to do with the experience as you move forward. It's always there for you. Don't decide it only means one thing. That's it for today's broadcast. I uh, hope you got a lot out of this episode. Again, so many of you have written in. That's why I why I did it. Next week, we're going to actually have a little bit more about cheating. We're going to talk about some of the do's and don'ts, so stay tuned for that. And uh, what I would love for everyone listening to do, if you'd be so kind, is to, if you've been enjoying the episodes, is to get on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you download, and please, please, please leave a review. It really helps uh, the podcast get seen and noticed, and um, I can help more people if more people notice it. All right. Take care. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.